Howdy friends, this is your host David Huang and welcome to the Third Culture Kingdom. Today we're going to be talking to Cody Egbazi, founder of Kagoni, a unique fashion brand embodying art, culture, and purpose. You're listening to Chaos Essentials, Courage. Today I get to introduce y'all to an old college buddy who I recently reconnected with in the last couple of years after graduation. He's a Baylor alum. Uh, currently an engineer and entrepreneur here with us at the Third Culture Kingdom is the one and only Cody Agbasi. Welcome. What's good, dude? What's poppin'? What's going on? Man, not, a, not much, man. Just, you know, trying to make the best of time, trying to, to, you know, get the creative juices flowing and, you know, connect with people and, uh, yeah, just try and, you know, build people up, encourage them in this time. So, uh, how you been past few months since uh you know texas has been in this <laughs> state good i'm not gonna lie like i, I like i love quarantine because i get to stay home not spend any money um it's it's very unfortunate don't get me wrong for a lot of people in the world um so i'm aware of that but at the same time i'm taking the opportunity to since i've been blessed to have a job and everything to to make the most out of my time so i enjoy it i love it I'm good. Life's good. Cool, cool. It's good to hear, man. Uh, so before we get into the meat of today's, you know, content, uh, tell the people a little bit about yourself, you know, how you started on the path towards becoming an engineer and, you know, now an entrepreneur. Um, so <laughs> I guess I can start how I even chose engineering in the first place. Go um, for it. My dad was an engineer. Um, and I didn't, I didn't know from my engineers. I just knew like they were important people um, and they made money. So I said, <laughs> I said, I want to be important. I want to make money. So that's what I chose. And I was good at math too. So um, started on that path in college. Um, halfway through, I even re- realized like I was like, I don't want to be an engineer. This sucks. This is really hard. <laughs> But I was already halfway through, so I was like, all right, let me just uh, let me just finish strong, finish through. So I finished through and uh, got an internship at Samsung. Started working there. And the cool thing about it was initially when I first started at Samsung, um, I kind of do like a mixture of like chemical and industrial engineering. Um, I didn't know, because my, my background is electrical engineering. So starting at Samsung, I didn't even think that I was like, I'm not going to fit in here. I'm going to be in Austin. I don't know this place. I don't know this job. Like, what? Like, what's going on? Like, am I just going to be let, get lost and get fired? You know, all these things. Um, but it turns out it actually worked out really well because my job, um, I eventually got really good at it. And the way it works was I was only working half the week. Um, so my schedule was like, I work Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So I had all this free time outside of work to just do stuff, you know, and just being, I don't know if it's just me being Nigerian um, or just having a, you know, just that drive to kind of, cause I'm not from the U S um, just having a drive as an immigrant to um, want to, you know, get the American dream mm-hmm. uh, in a sense. I, I, I was like, I need to make most of my time and figure out how I can grow. So I, I, I my first business, I, I'm not sure if I told you about it, but I no, started that app. 
Um, it was an app that helped people in Austin, um, not even Austin, just like in their in the communities find um, what to do in their cities. Um, so it was called What's Poppin'. Um, okay. So, <laughs> uh, the idea is essentially like it helps people find and tap what, what's popping in their city based off of like where people users are moving like real time. Mm-hmm. So like let's say it's a night like at night and you're trying to go figure out where am I going to go tonight? Where, mm-hmm. What's the move? You pull up the app and you can see a heat map of like where people are congregating. Um, so, you know, like pop in locations within the city mm-hmm. and within those locations, you can see a demographic breakdown of age and sex. So like, you know, what places look like before you even get there. Um, mm-hmm. So that's the idea. It's like you, you find places, you can find people of your demographic, um, of your age, um, and you just have a good time and you meet people. Um, so anyways, that was the idea of the app. Um, so that was my first, first endeavor, um, ran that for a while, um, got some good traction. Um, but it ended up, um, I guess, folding over because my partners didn't run as good as, um, so I outsourced a lot. So the people mm-hmm. I worked with couldn't really like, um, pro- provide everything they said they could in the initial when I first started. And I couldn't secure the funding, but I thought I was going to secure. So we just kind of, I had to, because I was bootstrapping it the whole time. And I couldn't keep on bootstrapping because, you know, I was like, I need funding and I don't want to keep using my own money. So that's what that ended. But that was my first step into entrepreneurship. And um, since then, I just like, I was like, man, this is really dope. Like, I'd love to get back into it. I'd love to be, now that I know, I want to be smarter about how I do it. I want to be just... I want, I want to keep doing this, but I want to do it the right way. Because the first time I just kind of like went into it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was cool, but I learned a lot. And I learned about patience and business and just how to interact with people, like what to do, what not to do. Um, so, yeah. So since then, I've been trying to get back into the space of entrepreneurship. Um, so um, leading into my next endeavor, um, which is Kagoni, um, my mom, backstory on that. So Kagoni is, um, for those who don't know, you know, um, it's a clothing brand that I'm in the process of launching um, with my mom. Mm -hmm. And um, essentially, Kagoni started, Kagoni, my mom had always made clothes from like when we were all growing up, right? Yeah. And, excuse me, she always made clothes, she always sewed, and she would like make stuff for us. And I would wear it and I'd be like, this is really cool. Um, you should make more stuff for me. Make more, he made more stuff for me. People would be like, oh, this is cool. This is dope. This is that. This is that. And even when she only wears stuff that she made, like she only, she only wears stuff that she makes, um, people would be like, oh, this is beautiful. This is this, this. And I was like, you know, people keep on asking me, where'd you get this? This is that, that. Like, there needs to be um, a way for you to, or like a place for you to like say, okay, this is, this is, what I have and this is, you know, how you, Where can, you get, can get it. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would always just be like, Oh, my mom made it. I'm like, Oh, cool. Can I get one? I'd be like, sure. Let me get your number. All these, you know, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's not efficient. Same thing. Right. Like, not really tech savvy. So she, they would ask and she'd be like, Oh, uh. so anyways, um, that's kind of where the idea came from. I was like, we need a central space to direct people. Mm-hmm. To yeah. Go ahead. Definitely. Definitely. Um, so before we get into that more oh. um, in that next endeavor, um, oh. I'd love to hear, you know, kind of what your 
maybe definition of entrepreneurship is i mean like some of the things that come to mind for me are you know just how it embodies like creativity and courage and i guess commerce um but you know what do you think people's misconceptions are about entrepreneurship um you know among your peers or, or maybe even that you had you know before you started you know your app and then started kagoni like what are things that you felt like um you know you thought about entrepreneurship before and um how you see it now um i think the worst thing is people think that because now it's so entrepreneur entrepreneurship is such a thing among millennials now you know everybody's like starting their own thing everybody's like i can't i can't work for the man anymore my parents did it i cannot i can work for the same person for 20 years i'm starting my own business and i'm just gonna get paid and i'm gonna go on vacation and it's just not that it's not that straightforward <laughs> it's not that it's not gonna be like you're just gonna, you know, start a business, make millions, and then just travel wherever you want, and do whatever you want to do, and not worry about anybody. Like when you have your own business, you're working. You're still working for somebody, but you're working for yourself. You're working for your, your business. Mm -hmm. you're, you're you're an employee of your business. You know, like you're still an employee until your business is really just working for you. So that's one thing people don't realize is is you don't stop working um, for somebody else until your business is mad profitable, and that takes years yeah. of effort. Um, and just grind, you know? So yeah, that's the biggest misconception is it's just going to be easy. It's going to be automatic. Um, I can just quit my job and start something like notes. It's going to take a lot of hard work and a lot of times where you're just like, this doesn't make sense. Why am I doing this? Like, right. Well, this doesn't, you know? So, yeah. Nah, I feel you. I feel you. It's really interesting that you said that. Cause actually the other day I was having a, a conversation with a friend who's an entrepreneur mm -hmm. and he was just telling me, he was like, Oh yeah. Like at the moment, even though his, you know, business is pretty profitable. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, he's like, Oh, like I'm not like getting any money from this right now, like, or paying myself. Like, you know, I literally just like put it back in the business, you know, um, as he does, um, his, his main, job as well you know but also you know uh yeah building and and uh yeah so totally resonate with what you said man um which is really interesting and i'm like yeah it feels like people want the fruit don't want to do the work <laughs> yeah yeah and it's it's i think it's just because as millennials we want things um instantaneously you know, we don't, we don't want to work. Our attention spans are so short. We see something, we see somebody, whether it's a YouTuber, whether it's uh, another entrepreneur doing something like, oh, they're making millions to have these nice cars and only like 20 years old. I can do it too. But they don't realize that a lot of those people, even the YouTubers have been doing some of this stuff for years. Artists doing this stuff for years. Um, I don't know if you know who Russ is, um, the artist. Yeah, I feel like I've heard of him, but maybe, maybe I'll. So go ahead. So he's been making music for like 15 years. Okay. He blew up, like he probably blew up in like year 13. You know what I'm saying? He's probably like 29, 28, 27 when he blew up, you know? And he's been all that time when he was doing, like people see him now like, oh, Russ is dope. Russ is cool. He's a cool guy. But long time, you know what I'm saying? Putting that ground, people weren't respecting him. People were like, oh, this guy's, you know, playlist, you know, SoundCloud, whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's it's a grind. It's not, like I said, it's not automatic. And you just have to keep going. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I know you kind of touched on this a little bit regarding Kagoni, um, but what does even, uh, what does that mean? Uh, what's the word mean? 
and uh you know uh mm-hmm. please <laughs> inform us <laughs> so my mom actually came up with the name um okay. it's a combination of um my name and her name mm. and her last name and her, her her maiden last name because like she wanted a name that wasn't um too polarizing in a sense that it was like it sounded too african because when you have a name that's too in one direction everybody when they see it they'll be like and that that's not going to be for me um this is like not my not my brand um because it's it's too african i'm i'm white or i'm hispanic and whatever it may be so kind of a mixture a modern name that was kind of like had african tones to it but was also just kind of different um that's kind of pretty much how she came up with the name and I was okay. like, wow, you're dope. So, yeah. I got you. No, that's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. I, I, it's funny because I know that before we started recording too, we were talking about even, you know, the power of like kind of names to an extent and how growing up there's people that would like butcher our last names all the time. I oh, literally yeah. remember <laughs> at my school actually, they had this, um, when it was your birthday, they'd like have an announcement. You know, and be like, oh, today it is this person's birthday, you know? Mm-hmm. So they'd be like, so my name is, uh, my last name is Huang. Um, mm-hmm. Like, and they'd be like, oh, to, but, the, but for my name, they'd always be like, today it is David Huang's birthday. And then you'd be like, I, I'd be like, ah. And then the next year it was like, they get it wrong again. And you're just like, yo, like. <laughs> okay. Um, um, but, um. Yeah, no, I loved how y'all like put that name together and um, it's almost like you're creating like a new, Mm -hmm. you know, a new platform for people to like come across and like meet at that bridge um, and then that medium. So um, that's really dope. Um, One thing I really wanted to press into was just how like your cultural heritage is embedded in uh, Kagoni. Um, Partly, you know, what you said of, um, you know, Nigerian culture, but also I think as you said in the name, you know, American culture. Um, so, you know, why is that something so important to you and how has it affected the way, uh, you know, that you and the company operate? Um, so it's essentially, okay. So the brand is Okudoni is like a mixture of, um, in essence, it's a mixture of like African, African flavor and um, just everyday flavor, everyday clothes, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, so culture is huge because without that flavor, um, it, it wouldn't stand out, you know, it wouldn't be different than every other. Cause like now, like there's so many different, like millions of clothing lines out there, millions of brands out there. Um, but it's like, what, what makes something different? Like it's their, their brand, their story, you know what I'm saying? Like, or just, you know, just, yeah, pretty much the brand, their story, like my, our brand, our story, our, our heritage, our culture is um just like the 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 root behind it is really the the journey of i guess being an immigrant um because it's like it's like a kind of hard to explain um but i'll I'll try um for me what it means is really like a, a fulfillment because my mom has been doing this for a long time you know and we just never had the money to even begin to do something like this um, so it's like getting to the point where it's like, okay, now we can finally pay to do all these things, to set these things up. Like we're reaching 
um, that journey, the, the chase we've been chasing as immigrants, like start our own thing. Um, and then the culture of, we've always had this culture, this African culture of um, all the clothes my mom wears, the blends, the prints, um, the styles that she has. Um, and then the purpose, which is pretty much just um, showing her beauty, showing the art, showing everything that she kind of pours into her fits, um, into just like one cohesive um, clothing, one cohesive fit, one cohesive brand. Um, all those things kind of blend together. And that's kind of the, the heritage of the culture of the brand meaning of Kagoni. Um, does that make sense? Oh, yeah, yeah, no, definitely. No, that's good. Um, I, yeah, really resonate with what you're saying. And like, I almost feel like a lot of times, whether it's over the course of time or just because, you know, of where you live or the people that you're around, like, at least, some, I don't know, sometimes in America, I think growing up, like, you know, being born in America, me being American, being Asian, um, you know, uh, and kind of almost like sometimes, at least from my experience, and I think like a good amount of like Asian Americans, like almost like forgetting your Asian heritage to an extent of yeah. like, you know, trying to become more like, yeah. you know, American, whatever that, you know, whatever that may mean for, for, for people, but almost I think trying to embrace like, it's, it's not that I'm 50%, you know, Asian, I'm 50% American. No, it's like, I'm a hundred percent Asian and I'm a hundred percent American, you know, <laughs> and trying to, you know, almost uh, push forward in that new um, identity and, and that tension too. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, definitely love what you're saying, man. Um, when you first kind of started out, um, you know, I, I can imagine that there's, you know, a lot of, almost like internal battles maybe of like, man, like, should I put this out there? Like, oh, you know, should I start even like, oh, you know, what's, what's, what's going to happen? Um, you know, what were some of your thought process like? And, you know, maybe what were some of the fears or factors that caused you to hesitate when starting out? So me personally, um, I, a lot of times when I, when I go into something, Sometimes I just don't think, I just like start doing it and I think about it later. So like even with the app, I think I was like, this is a good, this is a good idea, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. With the clothing line, I was like, this is a good idea, I'm gonna do it. And I only start thinking about, um, man, are people gonna get on this? Are people gonna buy in? Are people gonna like what I'm doing? I start thinking about that after, you know what I'm saying? Things start, the ball starts rolling. Um, so for me, it kind of comes after and I just start questioning myself and, um, but it's like the most successful people, like, like, well, I guess one thing I keep probably common quote is to do something three places you've never been, you have to do things you've never done, you know? So me doing this, I've never done something close on before. I don't, know, I don't know a lot of, you know, about different kind of fashion things, but it's like, I'm learning, you know, and to get to the next level, you just have to be, get, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Um, regardless of what people say, regardless of if people buy in or don't buy in, you know, there's going to be people who do. And over time, that's, if you just keep on going, you have a good plan, it's going to grow exponentially. So that's kind of my thing with it is um, whenever I doubt or I question myself, I'm like, you know, um, there have been greater people who've had more questions and they got through it. Um, So 
questioning myself is only something of the devil. <laughs> like, uh, I'm questioning myself isn't isn't is not going to help at all. You know, I just have to push through, and if it works, it's meant for me. If it doesn't work, then there's something greater coming. So, yeah, definitely, definitely. Kind of pressing into that a little more. Um, when when I don't know how many you know people you shared it with. From, you know when you first decided or or had these ideas. Like were there people at all that were like, eh, I don't know, man. You know if you should, you know, pursue this or uh, kind of well, what did that look like? Yeah, I'm not necessarily. So not 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 for Kagoni, but for the app. Okay. The app, I definitely want people saying. Um, Dude, there's already a Eventbrite out there. There's already Do Five and Two. There's already um, this, that, that. And I was just like, okay, that's great. Um, when Facebook started, or when uh, Instagram started, there's already Facebook. When Snapchat started, there's already texting. You know, like why, why, why are these people starting when there's already all these other things that are similar to them? But guess what? The reason these people are successful is because they have something unique about their business about their, um, um, what they're doing that makes them stand out. Like Instagram, Facebook always had pictures, Facebook always had likes. So Instagram comes up with pictures and likes. What makes them difference? They only, they focus on the pictures, they added filters, they did one thing really good, and then it blew up. You know what I'm saying? Snapchat, um, well, you can always send photos via text. You know, like, you know, what's the point of getting on Snapchat? Let's put a timer on it. Oh, blows up, let's add stories to it. You know what I'm saying? They focus on one thing. And I'm just like, that's how a lot of these companies, a lot of these people who like, you can't question like, oh, there's already something out. If you, if you think there's already something out there, then you're never going to break through. Like you're never going to, if LinkedIn could have said, oh, there's already monster.com. Why do we need to come in? Like, no, we're going to be different. We're going to make it, we're not only going to be jobs. It's going to be social media for jobs. So anyways, that's how I see it is like, whenever you people question me, I'd always come back with that. Like, that's fine. Um, any successful entrepreneur, um, you there's there's always going to be every space pretty much by this point is saturated. There's nothing new you're doing. Um, all you're going to be doing is innovating the space you get into, or disrupting. You know, um, so that's how I see it. Whenever I get those questions, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, we touched on this a little bit, but obviously, you know, you and I kind of mentioned how there's probably a lot of people that like come up with different ideas and they're like, Oh, you know, whether it's millennials or anybody just trying to um, infiltrate a new space or something, but um, you know, they really, the entrepreneurs or want to be entrepreneurs like really want to take that plunge, but they feel like there's so many constraints, you know, sometimes it's like financial, sometimes it's like, you know, uh, family or friends or, um, you know, maybe that internal part that we kind of talked about with uh, maybe it's fear of failure or fear of, you know, scrutiny, criticism, whatnot. Um, you know, I know we kind of touched on a, a little bit of those things, but like, you know, what would you say to those people, um, you know, who are wrestling with like, oh, should I, or maybe it doesn't even need to be like an entrepreneurship thing, but just like a creative endeavor, you know, what, what would you say to those people? Fear. Okay. So there's one thing. One quote I read, it, I wish I could remember this exactly. I'm going to paraphrase. It's not going to sound as Oh, you good. <laughs> but it's pretty much the best ideas. You'll find the best ideas in the graveyard. 
Hmm. Because a lot of people have great ideas and never act on it. They just take the beer with them um, because they, they're too scared. You know, if it's said fear of failure, there's a lot of people who just don't like what, like what's the point? What's, what's going to like to anybody who's, who's questioned like, well, if you don't do it, you know, like what, what, what else are you going to like? I, I don't know. It's like, um, why the best time to do anything is now, you know, you don't like cause five years from now, you're going to be like, man, I wish I did that. Yeah. And then you could do right then, but then next five years, like you don't do even like, man, I wish I, I probably could have still did that five years ago. And it's like, why not just do it now? Like whatever anybody, whatever anybody else is thinking, whatever society's thinking, like it doesn't matter. You know, it's your life and it's your decisions. And if it, if it, ha- if it works, it works. If it doesn't, then it wasn't for you. And there's something else coming your way. Um, that's what I see it is. You just can't, if you have the resources, if you have the ability, if you, if you just, if you have the, the, the space to do it, then just do it. I don't know. <laughs> that's my thing is, you know, there's no time like the present to do it. You don't want to have regret in future. Um, yeah. Don't want to regret. Definitely. Definitely. Simple principles, but wise words. Um, <laughs> what would you say uh, are, you know, some essential building blocks one should know to become an entrepreneur? Yeah, I can't even say I'm an entrepreneur extraordinaire. So. <laughs> but in your mind, in your mind. Um. I would say definitely to just believe in yourself. That's the biggest thing. And also, more, more so than even believing in yourself is believe in what you're doing. If you mm-hmm. don't believe in what you're doing, you're not, if you're doing it for money, you're not going to be successful. hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Like if you're doing, I mean, some people might, might be like, there are those outliers who you're doing something for money and then they mm-hmm. get it, but it won't last very long. Like, yeah. Even people like people, everybody, people jumping because the podcast is like, the like really growing and doing a podcast just because you don't um if you're just doing a podcast because like oh people doing podcasts i'm helping the space but like you have a message you know like you want to give people a platform like you have a message or if it's youtube i have friends like oh there's millionaires on youtube link link on youtube i was like okay what do you what's your what's youtube gonna be about i'm just gonna make a blog about traveling i was like well do you have like is that what you want to do no i see other people doing it Mm. so that's a problem. It's like, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it has to be something, whatever you get into, like you really have to believe in it um, and be doing it not just for the money, but because you love it, because you, you love learning from people. You love um, just engaging. You love this, you love art, you love clothes, you love whatever it may be, you know, like mm-hmm. do something not for the money, but because you really believe in what you're doing and the purpose and the, and the, the benefit comes after because like, like your friend, He's not paying himself right now and he's doing well, you know, because he wasn't doing it for the money. He probably likes what he's doing and he likes mm-hmm. to see his business grow for him. It's probably more so I love business growing. Like, I don't need to pay myself because this is about my business, not about me. Right. So that's probably the main thing. Dang. Yeah, no, that's, that's really good. It just kind of brings me back to um, the statement that I heard where it's like, you got to know your why, you know, like, cause if you don't, then you're, I mean, it's really interesting because I actually, as you were talking, I kind of pulled up on my phone, actually, um, this little statement that um, actually that same friend actually <laughs> talked about, and he's actually going to be on uh, this podcast series as well. So, <laughs> but he said, um, one thing's for sure, organizations that started with wrong motives will fail. Yep. Um, 
and you know just like even if you do somewhat you know somehow some way like succeed like eventually you know it's not gonna go where it could go because like your heart really isn't in it for yeah, yeah. you know the right reasons um and that's i guess a life concept that could be applied to so many other things too yeah. um but man that's that's really really good stuff um so almost moving to like a practical standpoint um uh, what's one discipline you know maybe that you uh implement in your own life that you know others would be able to also uh use that would be helpful in you know creative endeavors in starting you know uh new projects i would say definitely discipline time management um because that's what a lot of people don't have you know a lot of people don't have discipline to instead of watching netflix because i had a friend for example i mean let me let me throw out i'm not gonna say the name but just (laughs) she was like i want to start my own business i can't work for the man and i was like oh great that's good um what do you want what do you want to do i don't know yet I was like, okay, you know, have you sat down to think about it? You know, brainstorming, just think. She's like, I haven't had time. I was like, okay, um, what did you do this weekend? Um, when you got off work? And she was like, oh, I went to the pool. I went, you know, to the bar. And I was like, okay, so that's time that you could have been. It's like, I need to de-stress. I was like, okay, okay. So you were de-stressing then. What about when you got home and you were on your couch? Um, did you watch Netflix? And she's like, yeah, there's a show that just came out. I was like, so that's an hour and a half, two hours that you could have been. Anyways, you get my point. Yeah. You have the time, but you have to make the time to to really focus on on what you're doing. Like, and that's the discipline and the time management. You have to be like, okay, I'm not going to watch Netflix. I'm not going to um go you know go to the bar, drink, whatever. Like, of course, you you, you relax. You definitely have time for yourself. Um, but that you have to sacrifice um some of that time where you might just be chilling to put into your craft, to put into your your endeavor um, because that's just how it is you know like if it's 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 something that you're passionate about just like when you have friends you make time for the friends you really want to talk to if you want a relationship to grow you're going to make time to invest in that relationship if you want your business to grow you gotta make time to invest in it so time management biggest thing for me time management discipline um and just planning being super like i'm going to get this done at this on this day i'm going to get this done on this day i'm going to get this done on that day so you don't you you set deadlines, you set timelines, set ETAs. So you're always kind of like on schedule and um, moving in the right direction. That's the biggest thing that's helped me. It's just kind of you know discipline, time management. Time management, man. That's a it's actually a word that I haven't heard in a long time, to be honest. Oh. But <laughs> a word that I think I don't remember if it's. Sometimes I've like used that word with people. They're like, oh, like, how can you improve? Or like, how can you get, you know, what's one skill you can work on or want? Oh. <laughs> I think about how, I think New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. That's, that, that's, that's, I think, one of the, the, the areas where I've written down time management a lot of times. Where it's like, oh, manage my time better. And then you're like, well, another year went by. Okay, help me manage my time better. <laughs> um, but for real, I mean, yeah, it, uh, this whole concept of like even like putting in the work because I think it's even like t- 
time management itself takes work, but we like want to manage our time. We don't want to sit down and actually be like, okay, like, you know, what's my schedule? Like, you know, what, what, what am I planning to do? You know, what are my goals? Um, and especially like you said, in this, you know, consumerism, like instantaneous, um, like age generation, um, you know, it can be really easy to just be like, well, you know, I'll just get it done one, one day, like, you know, one time, like eventually. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, well, <laughs> you know, a week passes, a month passes, a year passes. And you're like, crap, where did all the time go? Um, and I know that you kind of mentioned this too at the very beginning, but it's like, yeah, like during this time, it's like, if you can, you know, of course, like if you have the time and availability, mm. like, man like this is the time to you know take some of those small steps and um it's almost like uh you said that guy that musician or artist uh russ too it's like i'm sure that he didn't just like you know crank out you know new singles new albums like you know every month or something it's like you know he literally went like one step one step one step one step one step and a lot of times like we don't know what the next step is gonna be you know we're just like crap I don't know. I need to figure it out now. <laughs> um, and it's almost like in that process, you start like learning mm-hmm. and then transforming into, you know, these different building blocks. So um, now time management, so, so, so crucial. And even with that, I was going to ask, you know, like, so on a schedule level, like, you know, what, what is like, let's say what one of your days, like where you're, you know, putting some work in, you know on Kagoni like what what is like what's this little day schedule look like for you um so like okay today for example I worked last night I woke up at 7 a.m oh so I worked from 7 p.m to 7 a.m and most people might be like man I'm tired I need to sleep like I have a coworker, for example um who is just like man I, I can't just switch from working regular schedules go to night shift like I, 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 I can't, I'll complain to my boss. And I'm like, it is what it is. Um, so I see, you know, wake up at 7 a.m. and I'm not gonna, I choose not to sleep, um, which is, I guess, part of that discipline. Um, and, you know, get on the call with you. And after this, I'm going to work on the website, you know, setting up the website. Um, and I already, I made this plan this week, this plan a week ahead of time. I make my days, like I plan on my days on Sunday, um, what exactly I'm gonna do. <laughs> That, that's something that I've been trying to do for a long time now, but I still haven't uh, been able to plan all the time. On it helps Sunday. a lot. It helps yeah. a lot. Um, and for me, that's what I always do. And I've said, I'm, I'm going to do this, this, this. So today, I already knew what I was going to do. I was going to talk to you and have this call at 1130 and then have to go and start putting work in for Goni, setting up, finish setting up the website, um, which is mostly set up. I just have to add um, all the product to it um, and do that for a few hours and I'm going to work out around 3.30, then after I work out, I'm gonna eat. And after I eat, then I'm gonna have another call at like four, and then we'll go back to working on Kagoni. So it's like, that's kind of how I do it is like, I plan out literally like everything that I need to do for the day and what I'm gonna do. And even within everything I'm gonna do, I have like mini, like within, okay, I'm gonna work on Kagoni today. I have within my Kagoni planner, um, what I need to get done by this week. Um, just so that, it, you know, I can always just be ahead of time and. Um, cause you know, I'm planning on, planning on launching this, um, end of the month tentatively <laughs> and yeah. 
there's a lot of things that I, I need to close off for sure. So um, I got to make sure that I'm moving on a schedule to, to finish these things. So that's kind of how I do it. Plan my week ahead of time, plan my individual tasks, even down to the, to the fine details. Yeah. So get it done. That's right. That's right. And then, you know, once it's out to the masses, you're just like, Hey, you know, your job is your, or one of your jobs is done. And, and, and the rest of, uh, the, it's the people's job to respond, yeah. <laughs> whatever that may be. Yep, and so, then deal with all the growing pains of any any issues with orders or whatever it may be. Yeah. So That's yeah, right. it'll be like a new job that <laughs> when when it launches. So looking forward to that. Definitely, definitely, cool. Well, I got a, a closer question that I've kind of been asking the other guests in this series. Totally mm-hmm. gonna expose who you are. But, uh, you know, what's the last meal you ate for dinner, man? <laughs> I ate salmon and bananas. Oh, oh okay. I, I don't think I heard of that combo before. It's good. I highly recommend. I don't know something about because I really got to bananas recently and bananas are delicious and you just contrast salmon in there. It's for me, it's I love it. I don't know. Like, like did you like pan sear it? Did you like what? Oh, how did you make it? I just, I put, um, I seasoned it in this little paste of like seasoned salt and black pepper. And then I already seasoned it ahead of time and I put it in the freezer, um, just freeze up. So whenever I want to cook it, I just throw it in the oven and heat okay. it up and it just heats up and I just take it out and I just eat it. Two bananas, two salmons, two like little pieces of salmon. And I'm good. Oh, uh, go on. Uh, that's it. Yeah, oh. it's two, two pieces of salmon. Yeah, that's it. I was going to say like, so the, so the bananas are like separate. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I was good. Yeah. Yeah. I I was, I was like, man, like, you know, you make some like banana paste or something like, you know, did you like, what would you do with the banana? You know, like you bake it in there. So that's why I'm asking. That's why I'm asking. No, 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 no. Bananas (laughs) are way separate. Okay. So just separate. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, any, any final words for our listeners out there? Um, you know, you mentioned that Kagoni's, uh, having their opening, you know, with the website coming up tentatively at the end of the month. Um, You know, yeah. Any final words, where can people contact, connect with you, support? Um, Um, Yeah. uh, People, my personal page, um, follow me at, uh, it's probably going to be in your show notes too, but um, Codolino is my Instagram and the Instagram of Kagoni is, Kigoni, K-E-G-O-N-I-I. Um, you can find it on there. And then the website is kigoni.com, K-E-G-O-N-I-I.com. Um, so right now it's not launched yet, but you can go and subscribe to the mailing list so you can know as soon as we drop all our promotions, um, things of that nature. So yeah, um, that's my contact as far as final words. Say so for all people hesitant about doing something, about pursuing their dreams, just do it. You know, like if you if you have the ability, if you have the time, especially now you're home all the time, like what, what what would hurt you? If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But at least you know you tried. So come on, yeah, <laughs> so good, so good. Um, yeah, and and I guess one 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 word with just like for the for the listeners out there, like don't think that like just because you know Cody's like able to do this you know with his all his time management or do things a certain way it's like you don't have to do it the exact same way either 
yeah. like you know but you got to find what works for you but also make time you know to do all the things that you you know need to do with planning or whatnot like you know whether it's the finite details or whether it's like you know you just need the big picture and you kind of just like work on the things on your own or the yeah. smaller details like but you got to figure out what works for you um you know because because you're not cody <laughs> like you know you got your own personality your own thing so um you know um really really good stuff so once again man thanks again for your time cody love to have you on bro uh we'll definitely have to do it again so uh yeah until next time, man. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks for joining Cody and I at the Third Culture Kingdom today. As he shared, you can connect with him at his personal page at Cody Lino, K-O-D-I-L-I-N-N-O, or at Kagoni, K-E-G-O-N-I-I, on Instagram. His new e-store, actually dropped earlier last week and the fits of fire so tell some friends grab a fit be on your way looking fly we got more coming for you in the future here at the third culture kingdom so you can follow us on ig and facebook at third culture kingdom you don't want to miss out on the goodies we have coming for you it's all love peace out